Welcome to Embedded Edge with Knitting, a podcast that brings to life the stories behind today's embedded systems, technologies, and products. It's the show where you'll hear from both engineers and executives on some of the most topical news and most pressing challenges in the world of embedded system design. Here's your host, Editor-in-Chief of Embedded.com, Nitin Dahad. Hello, welcome to this edition of Embedded Edge with Nitin. In this podcast, we focus on the Matter launch from the Connectivity Standards Alliance, or CSA, which took place in early November 2022 in Amsterdam at Capital C, which is the former diamond trading exchange and now a creativity hub and conference venue. The event was quite a glitzy affair, attended by over 100 media and analysts from both the trade and consumer sectors. The CSA has managed to build a huge ecosystem around the Matter standard, and this was its coming out event where everyone from chip vendors to consumer brands were there to talk about why Matter matters, basically, and what they are doing to help all smart home products to just work together no matter what connectivity protocol they are using. I won't say too much here, as I've written in detail about this in Embedded.com. You can just search Matter on Embedded.com to find the article. I want to give this opportunity on this podcast to the vendors to say what they are doing in Matter. So here you'll hear the opening talk from Manish Katari of Silicon Labs, giving an introduction to Matter. This is followed by my interviews with Natalie Valspan and Bruno Massad of ST Microelectronics, Thomas Rostek of Infineon Technologies, and Sujata Nideg and Neil Condell of NXP Semiconductors. In the final clip, Tobin Richardson, President and CEO of the CSA, highlights the importance of security. One thing that was clear to me after talking to all the chip vendors was that all said almost the same thing. But I guess you'd expect that given that matter is the thread, excuse the pun, that is supposed to connect everything together. But I'll let you judge that for yourself after listening to all our speakers on this podcast. So without further ado, let's first hear what Manish Katari of Silicon Labs had to say about how matter will enable the potential of the IoT to be realized. But how do we reach this potential? This is also scary when you have hundreds of devices, hundreds of billions of devices talking to each other. And you really need a language. And you need to think about three things which we care about, which is open standards like matter, which is very important. They help everyone in the industry to adopt the same protocol, not worrying about licensing, and they're based on open source projects. Interoperability must be built into the silicon so that device manufacturers can scale and consumers can mix and match technologies across the various ecosystems such like as uh, like like as uh, Amazon or Apple and Google and Samsung and a variety of connected and intelligent devices ranging from logs to lights and beyond and the security is again hardened and built into the silicon and this is where matter comes in and if you take a deeper look at matter It promises connectivity that just works, interoperability built by design, and security, which is hardened, and and I'll talk about the stack in in, in a minute. But I think what I want to recognize today is how the industry came together to really overcome the challenges. This is not easy. 
but I'm really proud that we've come there. The Connectivity Standards Alliance created that excellent forum for collaboration and discussion and decision-making. And also they drove a very important thing, which is around the macro standard development processes and the milestones and the delivery dates. All of this is very, very important and establishing a certification process. Without that, there's no way to certify that everybody's speaking the same language. And I'm really proud to say Silicon Labs is the leading semiconductor code provider to the Matter open source project and third largest overall. If you look at the Matter stack, it's, it's an application layer protocol running a variety of different devices today on a variety of different IP-based wireless protocols. Today, it's based on Thread, Wi-Fi, and Ethernet, and they all run seamlessly. So interoperability is built into the silicon. The stack is running on the silicon. Security is based on three things. Identity, which is certificates, which are injected in the silicon. Silicon labs, we believe we can do it in an even more secure way by injecting the certificate right in the factory, which is pretty awesome. Trust, Matter has right access control mechanisms, so you can trust as these things communicate data between each other. And confidentiality, which is around encryption and how you encrypt the data, and this is where our Silicon Labs industry-leading secure wall technology comes in. And we have a very impressive Series 2 platform of hardware, software, all the wireless technologies and security, along with our support, where we work very closely with our customers and take them through the journey of certification and testing into Matter. And I'm really pleased to announce two products from this awesome cutting-edge platform, MG24, which is a multi-protocol-based SOC with BLE, and it, it, it's really a very awesome product because what you want to do is matter is the beginning of a journey. This product also bridges the devices with having a Zigbee and Thread running to your matter world because you will have devices in your houses for a long time. And we also have our Wi-Fi product that's going to be available later this year that's very important, that runs BLE, and it has the same security features and AI and ML accelerators. And we also have our Unify SDK, again, to bridge older legacy technologies like Zigbee and Z-Wave to this world. Now, let's go to my talk with SD Microelectronics. I'm talking to Natalie Varespan and Bruno Massad of ST Microelectronics. Natalie and Bruno, hello. 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 So, Natalie, we'll start uh, by talking about ST Microelectronics' involvement in Matter. Uh, we're here at the Matter Media Launch event. Tell me a little bit about um, the motivation for ST to get involved in this, uh, probably what, three, four years ago? Yeah, so um, ST Micro is uh, supportive in uh, already uh, with uh, IoT infrastructure in smart home and smart building, already offering a Zigbee technology, and now going with Matter, which will offer a seamless way to uh, discuss whatever the brand behind. So ST is supportive to deliver the, the smoothest and easiest way for our end customer to develop their own solution. Okay, that, those are very good marketing words. Tell us what, what that actually means for your customers and yeah, what kind of customers are doing uh, things with these. Yeah, so ST is uh, having a very wide portfolio and whatever uh, the type of device within the matter ecosystem, ST uh, is really... Uh, 
uh, offering today the widest portfolio to build uh, different type of devices from the gateway to the end device and with the help of the ecosystem and SDK, which will really help our customer to develop smoothly whatever the OS behind uh, their end application. And you talked about a lot of the customers, you know, being a wide range of customers and helping them to do, sort of uh, port some of the software aspects of that to, to matter. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. So yes, so uh, today uh, Digby is uh, is uh, one of the technology which is widely adopted, and then tomorrow Matter is also something that they want to go. So we will help uh, both so uh, customer willing to adopt to stay on Zigbee and go as well on Matter. So we will help them to bridge to other technology and also to address a really pure Matter ecosystem. And now there, I mean, the membership of CS, uh, the Connectivity Standards Alliance and Matter is quite large. Um, plenty of silicon vendors in there. How do you see ST's differentiation in this, in terms of what you're offering to Matter developers? So ST is a well-proven uh, supplier in terms of um, MCU on the on the market and offering a very a uh, helpful uh, ecosystem with the STM32 Cube ecosystem to really smoothly offer a wide and robust way of developing application. Now, one of the things I think um, that people will realize at some point is uh, security is important. What are the security implications and challenges for Matter devices? And Bruno, Tommy. Thanks for raising this question. I would say that security is at the core of any new device, any new silicon device that is developed by ST and put on the market. And this applies to radio and uh, connected device as well. Today, connectivity is based on security to build trust. I would say that security relies on more or less three pillars. The first of them is embedding in the silicon device some key security functions around product lifecycle, around protection of customer assets, around cryptography and services on top of this. Second is around having the product evaluated and certified against proven uh, certification schemes and standards. It's really important to, to give customers and the market some evidences about the security and the relevance of the silicon device. And the first of them, which will come into force uh, in a couple of months on ST side and uh, will be imposed by European regulation and worldwide regulation at some extent is around the management of security vulnerability that can be discovered internally by customer or even third party researcher and so on. So starting from the free pillar, we think about implementing security from the baseline with the silicon device, the tools, the software components, and next to, next to that, some services around provisioning, around key management, and it is at the core of the matter technology. Connect the device, doing that securely, and during the whole product lifetime. You're part of the security working group for matter. Is that what that's addressing, or is there something more that uh, it needs to address for addressing matter? We have a close look at what's happening in the PSWG, which is the Product Security Working Group. 
there are four different subgroups. We address all of them uh, with a close look at the marketing side because that's where we define the use cases. That's where we define the risk because security is a matter of risk in any case. Uh, we evaluate the risk and next to that, other groups define what are the security functions, how they have to be tested and certified, starting from what has been done up to now because the point is not to reinvent the wheel, but having the possibility to reuse what's on the market. I think about uh, global platform CZIP. ST put a strong energy in having its product certified against CZIP up to level three, meaning a quite robust level of security. And next to that, PSA certified, which is one of the key pillars of embedded security. What are the big challenges you see uh, in uh, deployment of Matter? Is there anything that you're seeing with your customers or is it something you think is easily workable through? In fact, I think that Matter needs to, uh, to ramp up on the market and to, uh, to prove that uh, it's reliable, robust and uh, that it's really delivering uh, what it has been built for. And uh, for sure, as it was mentioned, it's a journey of this uh, new matter standard. But we believe that it's really the, the right way uh, the standard is going to really help the IoT market to grow as it, uh, as it, it, it is expected to be. Yeah. Well, Natalie and Bruno, thank you very much. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Next, let's find out more from Infineon Technologies. I'm now with Thomas Rostek, who's Division President for Connected Secure Systems at Infineon. Thomas, hello. Hi, good to see you. Tell me a little bit about why this is important for the market and also maybe for Infineon as well. Okay, happy to do so. So obviously, um, we have been working around the smart home for a long time, and but we didn't really have um, products that, are, that were working together. They were all working in different systems. So at the end, the industry came together and said, okay, we have to have a standard. As every open standard, it will basically enable uh, new products and uh, new innovations. So from that perspective, it's now a step to make sure that in the future, our products will work together overall. And that's important moving forward also for us at Infineon because we don't look only at chips, but we look also at solutions, right? And we want to be tackling the bigger problems of, of this world. Um, and with this, for example, we can help in, in, uh, with Meta in smart homes to um, reduce energy consumption, for example, right? With the communication between a wall box and the solar system, right? By the way, that's also a change that we're now seeing. Um, we're talking for I about IoT for quite some time. Yes. But it was more in, let's say, in many cases, it was more we as humans using devices to talk to the cloud like a smart speaker or to, to, uh, to watch uh, television or things like that. But now it's really becoming IoT. So IoT meaning things are talking to things, um, communicating with things under the guidance um, that we basically give them. I think in a bigger picture, I think why it matters, I think you talked about um, sustainability and climate control, but also aging society. How does that relate to that? Uh, so what it, what it will help, so we, what we want to see in the future is that people, actually I, <laughs> want to live as long as possible self-contained at home. And to do that, um, it is obviously helpful if there are devices that are kind of supporting me. 
either because they do what I tell them without a complicated interface. Um, or even in the case I'm, I'm sick or have an even emergency that they call for help. Right? And this could be also realized in the context of a smart home, for example. So a smart home is not just for convenience. It can help in this, in this uh, setting, as I just mentioned, with, with aging society. It can help in the energy consumption uh, that can be reduced. For example, in Europe, uh, buildings are responsible for about 40% of the energy consumption. And with intelligent steering, you can reduce that by 30%. So there's quite some potential behind it, which is, which is beyond the convenience aspect of it. And matter will enable more of that to happen? Is that what we're saying? Absolutely, because matter allows now for devices to communicate with each other and to make sure that we have a big environment and a lot of devices that, that basically can, uh, can do this. Right? So in my example that I mentioned, so the wall box can now to talk to the solar, solar system. And with this, this, this communication, um, we can start to save energy. Right. And um, what are the big challenges for deploying matter-compliant devices or for you know, yourselves, for example, in actually enabling that? So as usual with a standard, it has to be established. It needs user acceptance, right? That means consumers need to understand it, um, that the standard exists and that it's a benefit for them. That will take a while, but I think um, that is something that the, the standard um, has to do. The second one, as we are talking about um, our homes, and we're talking about device talking to each other, is the security aspect of it. We don't want someone to hack into our house, and that's why Matter from the beginning spent quite a lot of effort in making sure that, um, that we have a secure environment um, in, the, in which we can work. And that's one of the reasons why also Infineon is here. Obviously, we have a long security history, and we were able to kind of contribute um, to this. In the smart home environment, you have an additional... Um, a challenge because homes are there for long. So you have already smart homes that are existing and going forward, uh, obviously, you want to not throw away everything that you have done in the past. That's why it's, uh, Matter also paid a lot of attention to backward compatibility. And this backward compatibility allows now for devices that are already existing either to be updated, if that's possible, or to have like bridge devices um, that kind of help to to bring you into uh, into the new system, and that's obviously a big um, advantage. Also, looking at it from a sustainability um, aspect, this, by the way, is also a requirement going forward for meta devices to be updatable. So we don't want to throw away <laughs> things uh, so often, but we will really want to keep them for long. And uh, finally, what what's Infineon doing to help? developers um, develop matter-compliant products? I would look at it from, from two, uh, two angles. First, we support matter. And we support matter in their activities, um, in their standardization, because we strongly believe in it, and we also help to deploy it. From a product perspective, we have basically all the components that you need to, 
to build the device. So we have microcontrollers, we have the corresponding software, we have um, connectivity being at Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, we have security um, devices, um, and also our microcontrollers are secured. And last but not least, we have a development environment, our Modus Toolbox, where developers find that what they need to build Meta-compliant um, devices. So from that perspective, we are fully on board with Meta. Thomas, thank you very much. More than welcome. Thank you. Next, on the show floor, I got some demos from NXP Semiconductors. We're here again at the Matter Media Launch event with Sujata Naidig and Neil Condell of NXP Semiconductors. Hi. Hi. Hi, Nitin. Let's start with what you're showing me, the demos uh, on your booth here at the event. What is the essence of what you're doing in Matter and why did you get involved? Yeah, that's a great question. So at NXP, we've been involved in IoT for decades and building connectivity solutions. Uh, that's Matter is a connectivity protocol. And we work with thousands of customers, so we really understand where their problems are, what type of use cases they have, how they need to address them. So we are involved in standards organizations like Connectivity Standards Alliance to help build standards that address real market requirements and market challenges so that we can remove the roadblocks. And because we have a big footprint in the industry, we can bring that expertise and help guide forward. Matter is very unique because it brought together major components of the industry from all of the smart home platform providers to device manufacturers to silicon and software companies like NXP. And being able to have that collaboration and NXP contribute the decades of knowledge we have in connectivity and security and compute helps our customers bring real products to market then. And so what's your involvement? Yes, thanks, Susan. Uh, we're very excited about the different platforms, what we call development platforms that we've just announced. And what those are are, are products that are, that are used for development purposes to be able to create matter devices or enable existing devices to be able to be matter certified and, and matter enabled. And so what we've what we've done is we we created some different platforms that represent different types of products. So we whether products that can show up in everyday everyday devices like smart speakers or displays or ones that could be a show up in light bulbs or switches or you know simple devices like that. And we wanted to do that to demonstrate that hey we've already done this. We've already we've already worked out some of the the challenges of enabling these devices, whether like again, whether they be new devices or existing devices, to help customers be comfortable with with that investment in Matter, because we be, we believe that Matter really is something that's going to break open the smart home and this opportunity for for better experiences for the users, for the buyers, for the development companies, for the end products, and, and everybody in that ecosystem. So we're very excited about what we're showing because this this proves that it can be done in a very straightforward way. And these products can get to market and into people's homes and into their lives in a meaningful way very quickly. We've seen a, a lot of solutions here, but what are the challenges I think you've seen so far in customers who are looking to implement uh, matter compliant products? So some of the challenges that we've seen, first and foremost, and I, our customers want to get, they, they understand the vision of matter. They're excited about it. They want to get these products into their end users' homes. And so some of the challenges is, is simply being able to, how do they deal with existing products? Because backwards compatibility is something that they have to be considerate of because they don't want to take the products that they sold to their customers and then say, oh, no, oh, 
we got something new, so you can't use those anymore. And so they've been very focused on being able to, where it, where it makes sense, get their existing products to be matter compatible. And so that's been one of the challenges that we've been working through with them is helping them feel comfortable, helping them know how you know what products can be upgraded to be able to support matter and be able to take care of some of those things that they need to take care of, uh, you know, fr that are front of mind today. And then from there, the, the next challenge is, is to integrate them and to, or to help them integrate all these technologies in a much more meaningful and straightforward way. And so some of the products that we've showed, like tri-radio devices that take all of the, the major network platforms or the network protocols that are involved in Matter, like Wi-Fi, Thread, Bluetooth, and, and integrate, those, integrate those into a single chips that make it more cost-effective, better for coexistence and being able to work together and not have any conflict between the different protocols in a way that they don't have, the customers don't have to worry about, it just works. And it's all integrated in a very meaningful way. A lot of the silicon vendors are all saying pretty much similar things in terms of multi-protocol, in terms of you know, just enabling all of those uh, things to come together. What differentiates NXP? So that's a great question. Um, and what I would like to say is that at NXP, we provide more than silicon. We have the software, the enablement, integration. If you look at building Matter devices, it's not about just implementing the Matter protocol. How do you make it secure? How do you implement the security capabilities that Matter requires? How do you have the processing to run your innovative features on your application or the customer's application. So at NXP, we're able to build a complete matter solution that involves the compute and processing because we have a broad processing portfolio from low power microcontrollers to high end apps processors. We have security capabilities that are embedded in those processors or separate. And we have connectivity and we cover the breadth of connectivity with matter runs on Wi-Fi and thread. Bluetooth low energy, you can bridge in Zigbee. So the multi-protocol aspect, we provide all of those capabilities. But the hard part is putting all those pieces together, the integration, validating that it's all working, and then deploying it. And that's where we're able to provide differentiation and more value to our customers. And in terms of the connectivity technologies, uh, ultra-wideband also plays, takes a part in this. Is that right? In an indirect way, but a very meaningful way. I love what uh, Sujata mentioned about the fact that bringing all of the key technologies together that are part of Matter is really important. And not just with the hardware, but the, the software and all the solutions. But the, once that's taken care of, then all of these these ecosystem providers and these end product providers are looking to expand the user experience. And so technologies like ultra-wideband, which, which uh, provide precise ranging and locationing, Allows, allows that as a feed, as a, as a data point that, allow, that with user scenarios and automation become much more meaningful and much more, much more aware of, of the users and their home environments and their activities in, in a way that, that uh, creates, uh, again, not to use the word meaningful again, but meaningful activities and, and anticipates you know, their, their lives in a good way. Well, Sujata and Neil, thank you very much. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Finally, an important area when considering connected devices and IoT is the topic of security. Tobin Richardson, President and CEO of the CSA, highlighted what's happening in this aspect in the next clip. The Alliance itself 
um, is focused on matter. We're very excited about matter, but we also have new areas um, that are important to delivering a truly secure smart home. One of those I'm excited to share with you today, the Product Security Working Group. And this is really doubling down on security. Um, matter already raises the bar, delivers security you've never seen before in terms of standards in the, in the smart home. And it's designed uh, really for that. We also want to make sure that we're looking even more broadly than that. So we have a new product security working group that's going to be looking at this. And this, as you know, several countries are going through security uh, programs, looking at different ways to help consumers understand how, whether or not their products are secure. And so we're looking at harmonizing over 60 different regional approaches and country schemes, very respectful of how the governments are doing that. We want to make sure that we're doing this in a way that allows both consumers to get that security and that expectation and that trust, but also get products that can be delivered at a cost point that's a affordable for everybody. Um, our team presented at the White House just recently. We're speaking with European regulators, Asia regulators. It is really a, a collaborative uh, kind of approach that we're taking with this one as well, similar to how we tackled uh, to matter. So it's pretty impressive and you can see how we've learned from matter, how it's progressed and how to help with that move forward, especially in the security space. So we're very excited about that next move. Well, that's it. I hope that gives you a flavor of the key chip vendors' roles in enabling deployment of Matter. That brings us to the end of this episode. That was Embedded Edge with Nitin, and I'm Nitin Dahad. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. <laughs>